morning and welcome to episode two of Drive with the Healthy Entrepreneur. My name is Rebecca Corbett and I am the Healthy Entrepreneur and you're going to be with me for the next 10 minutes on my drive to work. And ironically enough, my drive to work today is not 10 minutes long. My drive to work today is actually an hour and a half over to the next suburb. Um, so in my role as entrepreneurship facilitator in our region, I cover um, a lot of territory. Uh, but regardless, this podcast will only be 10 minutes long. It is your guilt-free procrastination of the day. You're allowed 10 minutes out of your day to um, have a think about the things that you're going to hear today and think about how can you implement them and use them as inspiration um, in your business. So today we're going to talk about work-life balance. Um, there's a bit of a, a thing around the work-life balance and there are people who say that you can have it and there are people who say that you cannot um, and I want to share with you a little snippet of my story from the business that I had um, and then I want to give you some of the tips that I um, use and the reason why I chose this topic today is my son was sick on Monday and I had to go home from work fairly early in my day um, and so I still implement these um, techniques with my, my employment. So four years ago when I started Italian Tick, it was supposed to be um, a little extra income to my day job and it very quickly snowballed into something more um, and I ended up quitting my job and working full time in my business and having an office and stuff and all that sort of thing. But what I did was I threw myself headfirst into my business because society as a whole and the people that were around me basically have this expectation of success. Um, they have their ideal view of what success is. Um, and it may not always marry up to what you are actually able to achieve. So what ended up happening was there were some weeks that I was working 50 to 60 hours a week. My children ended up in um, after school care every single day, which is the exact opposite reason of why I started my business. Um, I barely was home. I would get home super late. My partner um, would have to pick the kids up from after school care, take them home and cook dinner. I would get home to eat dinner, quickly say goodnight to the kids and then sit back down at my computer again. All in this pursuit of this success that the world had imprinted. It wasn't the success that I wanted and along that way I forgot my why. Um, and it ended fairly badly. I, it ended in um, divorce. It ended in my children now absolutely hating my computer. Like if I sit down now with the computer to pay a phone bill, um, I get yelled at to get off the computer. Um, so it, it wasn't the best, but it did make my business grow really quickly. Now, some of the techniques that I ended up implementing, because um, eventually I was a single mum of two kids running two businesses, um, some of the techniques that I implemented to try and maintain a bit more of a balance um, was I would only schedule a maximum of two meetings each day. Um, so even though I could probably fit maybe five meetings in a day, I would only ever schedule two meetings a day. Um, and then the rest of the time I would do billable work. Now there's two reasons for that. One, 
so that I could get billable work done every day so that I could be sending invoices out regularly and keeping up my cash flow. Um, and two, because if a child ended up sick um, and I had to care for them, uh, then I only had two people that I had to try and reschedule so I could reschedule them for you know a day or two later and I could fit them in with the existing two meetings yes then that day would be very full and I'd have to cross my fingers that my child wasn't sick again um, but that was one of the things that I did to make sure that my workflow worked for me there were times when I would just have meetings all day and get no billable work done and I would be forced to work at night to get billable work done to be able to send out invoices so that I could hope to be paid, so that I could buy groceries, so that my kids could eat. Um, it got pretty um, tricky there in, in the middle part. So by spreading that out, it, it helped a lot of things. My sanity, the workflow, um, the rescheduling, all that sort of stuff. The other thing that I did um, is to really just take care of myself. So when I um, had to move house, um, I moved house in the June and I made sure that um, I moved in the June because July was end of financial year. So I moved and I didn't have a lot of work to do in that month, um, but I had enough. And But what I did was I committed an entire week to just unpacking my house and setting it up so that um, it was ready um, so that I could just work and then come home and things were where I knew they would be. So there are certain things that we do at home that makes our days a little bit easier. Um, and if you haven't picked up yet, I'm like a super organized, borderline OCD. No offense to people who are OCD. I know that that term is thrown around a lot. I'm, I'm a really organized person. But what I do is the kids come in the door, they put their shoes in the shoe rack, their lunch boxes go, and drink bottles go straight on the bench, and then their bags get put um, in a bag rack near the front door. If they take their homework folder out to do their homework, it goes straight back in their bag. And then we also that night, if it is library day the next day or sports or whatever it is that they need specific things for, they get dealt with then and there when we get home. They don't get snacks, TV, treats until that is done. Um, so then the next morning when we're running around like headless chickens, their stuff is ready to go, their shoes are where they know that they are and we can leave. So I do that with other areas of my life as well, where there's a bit of organization and flow, um, you know, meal planning, things like that. So that home life is fairly straightforward. So I made sure that I unpacked my house and everything was ready so that home life was back to normal very quickly for my children, but it was also streamlined and organized. The other thing is where my um, previous business was bookkeeping. So end of financial year is usually very busy. Um, and the first month and a half after the BAS is due is usually fairly busy. The third month in the BAS period is not as busy. So I would be mindful of that. And I would know that I need to work extra in that first month and a half of the BAS to get all of the work done so that I wasn't stressed. So I wouldn't book things like, um, weekends um, away so I have my children every second weekend so when I was busy I wouldn't book weekends away in that month and a half I would work 
and I would quite often work on the weekends that I didn't have my children. I'm very big on not working weekends where you can and having time with your family, but I was on my own and I could have used that time for me time and I often did from three o'clock onwards in the afternoon, but I utilized that time so that I could get extra done in that week when my children weren't there. I worked nine till probably six some nights when I didn't have my children. So that the week that I did have my kids, I could work nine till three, I could pick them up at three o'clock, I could take them home and I could just play with them from three o'clock in the afternoon onwards instead of working. Of course, there were times when I had to because I had deadlines to some clients, but just looking at your schedule and finding where can I fit in the work time and where can I fit in the family time is a really great thing to stick to. So um, when you have things going on at home, be kind to yourself, do the things that you need to at home and you know, step back a little bit from work, do the minimum that needs to be done, but put an end date on it. So if it's something like moving house, it shouldn't take you longer than, than a week to unpack. So maybe a week packing and a week unpacking. So give yourself that time but also don't just sit around watching Netflix. <laughs> um, you know, you give, you give yourself an end date. Okay, well, I'm going to have my house unpacked by this date and I'll be back to normal work schedule on that date. The same thing with work. If extra things come up with work, okay, this week um, the kids might have to go to after school care an extra day or you, they might um, go, you know, with their other parents out to a play center or a park on Saturday morning for half the morning so that you can get some work done at home if you work from home or if you have an office, you might go out of the house for half a day on a Saturday just to get things caught up. But what I recommend is, especially with work, if you are going to take that little bit of extra time away from your family to get something done, don't look at emails, don't look at social media, write a list of the things that you absolutely need to get done today and then just sit down and do them. Do not deviate from that. Your brain will tell you, oh, well, while I'm here, I'll just do this. While I'm here, I'll just do that. And then you end up so sidetracked, you don't get done what you needed to get done. So if you come up with things, of, oh, I need to do this, I need to do that, pop them down on another list to do another day, get done what you need to get done, and then get home and back to your family. And then you'll be able to enjoy your family time because you've got done what you need to get done. So you're getting the best of that both worlds. So that is, the way that I look at work-life balance. It is absolutely um, possible. It is a bit of a juggle. It takes a little bit of um, looking forward and planning and having a look at your schedule, finding those moments when they count. And it does mean utilizing every minute of your day. So like me, I'm recording this podcast while I'm driving to work. It's the way that I can commit to getting it done because I'm utilizing some time that I'm just sitting there driving um, you know I squeeze everything that I can into my day and that's how you find your work-life balance um, of course when you are building and growing a business in the beginning it's a bit of a different kettle of fish and I might tackle that one another day with some ideas around that um, but I really want you um, to sit down and have a look at your schedule have a look where you're spending your most time are you wasting time on social media if you need to post content to social media, maybe you need to use a scheduling tool so that you don't even have to log in. Yes, it will um, hurt your algorithm a little bit, but it means that you're not going to waste your time on social media. Or do you just need to be a little bit harder on yourself and get on, log that content, log back out? You don't have to enter emails the second that they come in. 
they're an email, it can wait. So maybe open your email three times a day and then close it. Just have a look at where you're wasting the most of your time and where you can utilize your time better. And really, really take care of yourself. Don't pack so much extra work time in all of your free time that there is no time for you. Remember that you are just as important as your business. And if you are not healthy, and if you are burning out, your business will suffer from it. So remember you in that timetable. That's it from me um, this morning. Have a great weekend. Um, utilize your time, whether it be for downtime, for you time with your family or for work. And I will see you next week.